Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hey, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John, and I am grateful, as always, for you to just spend some time with me today. There are several of you who I have really built a friendship with, a partnership with, and in today's episode, I really want to address some questions that I've heard back from some of you about some of the teaching that we've been doing here just in the last few weeks. Now, today that I'm recording this, this episode's going to go live tomorrow. Today here is St. Patrick's Day, and it is also my daughter's birthday. And so it is a great day for me. I'm happy to uh, to be celebrating with her and watching her grow up to be just a, a young woman of God. And I'm hoping that what I'm going to share with you all today will be a benefit. I wanted to let you know, too, that there's just things that continue to change that are out there. And one of them is that we've been doing this Google Analytics training in the last few shows. I hope you're watching those because Google has announced that the Google Analytics 3, that platform, is going to go away here in 2023. So if you have not yet made the jump over to Google Analytics 4, Now would be a good time. Watch some of those other shows, and you can learn how to set up your Google Analytics 4 property. Now, I know that it's going to take a learning curve to do that. I still find myself looking for things that I know how to do in Google Analytics 3, but they continue to add things to it, and that's the future. That's where it's going. A lot of times things change, and and we just have to adjust to that and make the changes that are happening. Things that we used to be able to do, we can't do any longer. And yet there's going to be new things that are coming along as well. And that's really kind of what I want to share with you about today, because one of the big things that is happening, and one of the biggest questions that I get asked a lot about is the whole process of verification. This whole idea of proving you are who you say you are. Now, why even do that? It used to be you could just spin up a Facebook page and start running ads. That you could just do that and you would see some traffic, you would see some people, great. But those days are over. And when you don't set up things correctly, you set up and put your account and all the work that you're doing, all the data that you are collecting, at risk. And so it is important to do the proper things the proper way. Whether you are using Facebook or Instagram or Google, whatever you are using, this process of verification is being rolled out around the world. If you have not seen it yet, if you have not had any of your ads stopped yet because of it, well then great, praise God. But it will happen. It is going to impact every account out there. And I really think that this is just the tip of the iceberg, that that these social media platforms are going to request and require more and more of you to prove that you are who you say you are. 
So what that's meant for us is we've had to start new businesses and we've had to go through the verification process. We have to file the paperwork. We have to get the bank accounts. We've had to get phone numbers and do the whole process. And all of them are, well, they're legit. They are real businesses. You could do a nonprofit, but it's tremendously harder to do that. And the purpose of these businesses is to do the verification process, to be legal, but not to make a profit. In fact, I hope that it will come across as completely neutral on the profit and loss statement. I am not being requested by Facebook or Google to show profit and loss statements. And so they're not looking for that. They're looking to see, are you legitimately recognized by where you are saying you are at or where you are running your ministry, business, nonprofit from? Now, those words can be interchangeably used. And so, for example, Kavanaugh Media and our other businesses solely work with Christian mission and church organizations. So in one sense, we're purely a ministry, but we also file with the state because we are a business as mission. And so those terms can be moved all over the place. So don't get hung up today as you listen to me on if I say business and think, well, we're not a business. Well, whatever your entity is, that's what is important. Now, let me start with answering one of the questions that I was asked. And this is just simply the whole idea that a tremendous amount of the of the targeting is gone now. And if you are running ads that use certain phrases or words in the detailed targeting, then on the 17th or after the 17th, if you have ads that are running that are using that detailed targeting, they should be stopped according to Facebook and to Meta on that. So if you are running any that are using any of these terms, you probably want to go back and look through all of your active campaigns and make sure that none of them have been paused. If you have any of those, then you're going to need to clear that out. Now, that just means you need to use a more general, broader audience at the top of your funnel. But I was encouraging many of you all to build custom audiences and to work through building out some of these people that have already shown intent from those. And so I got a question back, and the question simply says, hey, I'm curious, what would you say is the main reason to run these Bible and Jesus audiences if we can't use them in the future? Great question. And and the reason why I want you building these custom audiences based off of intent is that you can use those to create lookalike audiences. So you can say everyone that's come to your website and you had those Jesus and Bible targeting, detail targeting in it, the people that had that targeting who have engaged with your website, clicked on an ad, commented, watched a video, whatever, that data then is still valuable. So you want to use those to create a lookalike audience. And that's going to be next week's show. So I will have the video where you can watch me go through it, or if you're listening to the podcast, I'll try to describe it the best that I can so that you can listen to it. And then if you're curious or not sure about something, you can always click on the YouTube channel or go to our website and watch it there. And so the reason why I'm encouraging you to use these audiences that you've had before is because it's going to hopefully, Lord willing, provide a little bit better quality of people that are engaged or who have shown intent for your custom audiences 
and then you can build lookalike ones from there and begin to start that marketing to them. So the top of the funnel. Let them know that you exist. Let them like and see the content you have. And then at a certain point, they will trust and engage enough to message you. Now, interesting thing to this too, before I get to the next point, is that I really believe that the comments are a big area that we're, we're overlooking, that we're missing. Sometimes people will just click like or whatever. Try to engage there. Make a quick comment back to them. Thanks for, thanks for your like. Was there anything specific that, that you uh, liked from it? Whatever. Because view the comments as almost like a micro conversation. Instead of somebody sending you a private message, they may comment or they may engage on the post first. That's why your online moderators and your responders are so very important because that may be that first micro, that first small step to engagement. And, and before, they might send you then a full private direct message. And so make sure you're engaging with those. Thank them at least. Like their comments. Respond back to them. And if you get a bunch of negative ones, leave one or so up there and respond back with grace. Let others see how you respond in Jesus and leave that on there so people can see that. But for the others, we personally recommend that you then just delete that comment, block that person, because they are showing through their actions and intent that they're not seeking. They're not interested. So by blocking them, we don't keep running ads to them. So we maximize our ad budget. All right. The next thing I want to share with you today is just this whole process of verification. Why do we need to be doing it? What is going on there? And there's also this process of verifying your domain. So I want to show you, and I'll take some screens here, and I want to show you what it is exactly what I'm talking about. So with an account, you're going to go to your business account, you're going to go to business.facebook.com, and then you're going to see these three bars up here in the top left that will allow you to see all the different things. And you want to go to the business settings. The business settings area is where you want to go, and that will bring up a screen that you're going to see right here that's just going to allow you to see, okay, this is your page. And you're going to notice on your page that it's going to say your business verification status, whether or not you are verified or unverified. And then it'll show the date. It's going to show who did it, all of that. It will also show your ad account creation limit. Now, you can have up to 20 ad accounts, but it's based upon a lot of things. And it seems to be based upon your ad spend more than anything else. If you're starting a brand new account, you're going to be limited to one ad account to get started. So be careful. You're also not supposed to run one ad account for one client, in essence, one entity at a time. And Facebook came out with a big email about this and it created quite a stir, to be honest with you. Even with me, I was like, what is this? I reached out to some people that I trust, paid some money to talk to them. And basically, this rule has been there for quite a while, but Facebook is now enforcing it. So if you're trying to run ads for multiple pages from your ad account, from your ad account, you need to be splitting those up and trying to create new ad accounts and requesting them. This does not, does not refer to when you are running ads for 
another account that you are doing through partnership. And that's the correct way to do it, to add them as a partner. And this is where you would see right up here in the top left, partners, and that's where you would add your agency number, your business account number to their account, and then you can run ads on their behalf. Now, if you've not verified, you're going to see a screen that says unverified. And it's just going to say you do not have access to certain things. It also means that as you begin to run ads, there's a risk that your ads will be paused until you go through the bear, the verification process. Well, if you click on this, it will bring up a screen that looks like this, just telling you about Facebook verification. And there's a couple of things that they're looking for here. One is these conversion events. And this is what I'm going to show you in just a little bit as well. But they want to make sure that you own the website that you are sending people to. They want to make sure that you are who you say you are. So there's personal verification and then there is the account verification. All right. I've been, I've sent my passport in, I don't know how many times to, to Facebook, Google, other places. So I don't think they're storing them. I mean, you have to decide if you don't trust any of these things, okay. But I, I never want to tell you what risk po posture or security posture you need to take, but I really don't believe they're storing them. And I'm willing to take the risk for the sake of those who have not yet heard in the places where we're running ads but you need to decide that yourself. There's going to be the personal part. There is the entity, the business part as well. And they're looking to make sure that you are a legal entity and that you have access to your business. All of this is important. There's other parts that will come into it. Developer things. There's, I mean, we're not doing really games. I know there are some that are doing some interesting things like that out there. But the main things to me is there are certain developer features, like if you're trying to plug certain aspects like Disciple Tools and you're building a, that, that plugin or that attachment, you're going to need to be verified. Page transparency, it is starting in the U.S., but it is rolling out around the world. So these are the two big areas. And when you get into it, they're going to ask you for some specific paperwork. They're going to ask you for certain documentation that just proves that you are who you say you are. Now, this means if you are a business, you're going to need to show your business paperwork and the names need to match exactly. You're going to need to show the business phone number and it needs to be a bill in the name of your entity. You're going to need to show the banking information as well. And everything needs to match for them to verify it. They may even request something else. But these are the things so far that I've been seeing. With Google, even verifying when you're doing a DBA, doing business as. And so there's one entity that's controlling another one. They have not seemed to like that and have paused ads in one location because of that. And so all of these things, it's just important to make sure that you have everything lined up correctly that you do what you need to do to go through this process. If you decide you don't want to do it, then assume that your ads, if they run, will not run for long, and that at some point your account is going to get shut down. And if you think, well, then I'll just spin up another one, they know your IP, they know your MAC address for your computer. There's a lot going on here. It's just in a lot of ways easier to just do it right and set up things correctly. All right. This is why then if you're worried about 
protecting or shielding the identity of your people. Don't give them admin access. And in fact, if they're responders, this is why I use software like Echo Global and from the team there, Andre's team, is because then none of them have to even have a Facebook account. And if you're curious about that, reach out to me or I can get you in touch with Andre about that as well. Now, there's one other question here I wanted to bring up, and that's just this screenshot that I will bring here where people are asking, hey, my I keep seeing this alert saying my domain needs to be configured because of iOS 14.5 plus. Well, now we're already in iOS uh, version 15 on, and if you've not done this, you do need to verify your domain. There's a few reasons why. The biggest one is that they are limiting the amount of events. And so you need to set those events and that event tracking and their priority up when you go through this domain part. But it's also showing that you actually own that domain. So if you've not done that yet, well, then I would encourage you to do that. It's not hard. There's a couple different ways you can do it. I've had some training just a few months ago about how to go through that process. Or there's always tremendous amount of, of resources and teachings out there on YouTube and Google. So just search and you're going to find some good things. All right. I hope that this was a benefit for you today. Next week, we're going to dive in and do some really specific training on custom audiences, lookalike audiences, and I'll be showing you how we set up ours and use them. I would ask you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast, Please share it with other people. It's not in any way that I care about that people know my name. And in fact, the more I see people hyping up different things, the more it just makes me want to pull away from it. I just want, if this is a benefit to you, for you to be able to follow and subscribe and hear these things. And if you think it's a benefit to somebody else, please share with them. All right. If you've got other questions, if you have other things that you would like for us to put on the podcast to show you. I will bet that there's hundreds, if not thousands of others that have the same question. So please feel free to reach out. We'll do our best. Uh, we're, we're, we're slammed just like you are, but we want to serve. That is our heart. And we thank you for your heart, for the kingdom, and for all you do, for Jesus, for his name, and for his glory. God bless you and all you do. Take care. And God bless. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.